0: That a long time. Why? It's because I finished watching, the Thirty for Thirty for Rick for Rick Flair, the Godfather of Drip, the pop culture icon that blended into the mainstream, not only for sports stars and hip hop stars. For those who don't know, and you listen to the Nasty Relay podcast, and you be like. Why are you talking about Ric Flair? And who, or who is Ric Flair? For those who don't know, Ric Flair is not only a pop culture icon that just trends pro wrestling, but in the mainstream. Before, a lot of people was talking about how much jewelry they got. Before, it was uh to show off how much you was what you was doing, living the life that you live. It was not a lot of people was doing that, and so in the hip hop community, and also the sports community, uh, Rick Flair was doing that in the eighties, and for those kids who grew up in the eighties and grew up in the nineties, and even it it transcends even from that, uh, so. That being said, you know if you're transferring decade by decade, you are you are not only becoming a mainstream icon, you becoming a mainstream fixture. Uh, which I am happy because a lot of the times, matter of fact, let's keep it a buck. Uh, all the time, people have this certain uh. A certain way they see wrestlers and wrestling fans and wrestlers, and and normally they like to they like to shoot away or they like to glorify the negativity into it, um. But i will be yet to see if somebody told me who is Ric Flair, and they never seen anything of his, you, you would be you would be remission to not know that. Now only a lot of rappers copy him, a lot of athletes copy him i mean it's in it's in today's culture and you know on top of talking about my stories that I got going on uh started talking about you know me out in the city I want this is this actually blends with the topic of me actually it goes hand in hand, so today we're going to talk about. Not only Rick Flair, but we're going to talk about how many people in the mainstream world are noticing or notice wrestlers. Notice wrestling personalities that are now mainstream uh, personalities to just blend in. The past, the present, and the future. Now, I I have a list and Flair is on that list. And you would say, Whoa, why wouldn't Dwayne be in that list? Dwayne, he is on he is on that list, but he's number two. Um I know people are like oh you should put number one, but he's not number one for the fact is that he's already people people know him from more of movies and stuff, and he's already a mainstream factor. What people don't know is he is, he was a wrestler. And people who don't know, ESPN will show you or you can go look it up. It's just not hard to find. I'm just going to talk about the people that, that don't get the most publicity that, that are in the mainstream. That are becoming part of the mainstream culture. Uh, so, Ric Flair is definitely number one because he's multiple decades. You know, uh, Rock is right now. Of course, he... He started being in pop culture around the early 2000s. Flair has been probably a pop icon since, since, since the 90s. And it even, even got even more as kids, little kids, would watch Ric Flair growing up in the early 2000s and stuff like that. The fact is... The fact that... A lot of rappers now, and if you are somebody who hates pro wrestling, if you don't get it, if you do, you don't understand it, whatever the case may be. If you listen to this podcast, well, to a lot of to a lot of rappers, that was that's that guy. That's the guy for a drip. And if you even coming out of your mouth saying, "Oh, he's not the guy for a drip," then who? Then who? I have yet to see anybody else. That was doing what he was doing in the eighties, and early nineties, mainly the eighties. But his success of pop culture transcends it because a lot of kids that grew up grew up watching Ric Flair, they became uh, news anchors, sports anchors. You know, mainly in the sports world, in all the sports world, a lot of people at ESPN people that work internet jobs as a sporting companies, a lot of athletes, uh, you know, the whole saying, the whole drip saying, people saying, oh yeah, you know, he got the drip. It's because it's coming from the Ric Flair. It's not just a Migos thing. The Migos got it from Ric Flair. So just like, just like, um, I was watching 30 for 30. People want to always, always was in, was in, um, was always enamored with Ali back in the day because he would talk so much trash and then rope whoop you at the same time. Well, not many people would know that Ali would watch pro wrestling and he would watch the promos and the, and the personalities and he would start bringing that in the boxing and people who didn't know that thought that was just him. That was just his, his charismatic ways. Yeah. He had charismatic stuff, but he got it from somewhere. And so it did, you know, you learned it from somewhere. Everybody gets it from somewhere. Um, so that so Mayweather, so now going, now we going Into Modern Time, Mayweather Gets it, not only gets it from Ali He gets Rick 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 Flair and he gets it From a lot of the pro wrestling So, going Into my list Before I, matter of fact, before I even go into My list, a lot of the Personalities that, that Climb up on the UFC MMA charts that are Not only, they have to be personalities Like, I think what UFC had started learning with Chell. I think Chell Sutton knew this, and then round and the started getting this, and then Connor started getting this. Is if you see a pattern, that if you take something from somebody else, especially the good stuff, you take you take the flat. Some people call it flamboyant. The biggest laugh personality. Uh, you take the the promos, that it is. Uh, and MMA fans will try to de- deny it. they would be like, no, that's not, that, that, that's not, that's not, that's not pro wrestling. Okay. So you're telling me that Chell Sonnen or what's my guy's name? In the lower low weight class that I always wears the Trump hats and everything. I forget his name, but he watched pro wrestling too. And he's like, oh, I, He likes being a villain. I'm going to be a villain. So what is the case of him being a villain? So when he comes out, you want to see his ass get defeated. That's so pro wrestling, it's not even funny. So not only does he adopt the lifestyle, not only does he live the, the, the personality and the promos and the attitude. Now, you people who don't know that it's pro wrestling or don't want to accept that it's pro wrestling. That's a lot of thought. A lot of the times MMA fans don't want to accept it. A lot of the MMA fans, oh, it's real. You know, it, it, you know, cause it's real. You got They don't, they don't do the personality like pro wrestling. Hey, listen, everybody can learn from somebody. So, MMA is now learning that, hey, if you use personality in your fights, we can draw a lot of some money, and I won't even, I won't even throw, I threw in Ronda Rousey, I threw in Conor, but Rampage Jackson, Rampage Jackson is a a big pro wrestling fan, I don't know if he still is, but a big pro wrestling fan, he came in out with the chains and everything that's straight junkyard dog did he cut promos he kind of did but people liked him people so much liked him like they did JYD it just goes hand in hand he grew up watching Memphis wrestling he's from Memphis so he he could have seen what, how many Jerry Lola matches and how many uh people coming into Memphis territory at the time so I want that to be known off the rip So, I always make that argument. You always got to have, you always got to use something from somebody. That's why everybody, people always want to know, like, why is the MMA fighters going to pro wrestling? Well, because at some point in their life, there was a fan. Or when they when they was when they was fighting in the early stages of their career before they got to the UFC, they was watching Pro Wrestling with their friends. Oh, Some way Pro Wrestling has influenced them and they had started to use that in either their fights, their promos, and then the build up to the fights. And i would be damned if Connor Lots if Connor if I asked Connor to be like, Oh yeah, I got I got the notorious one from from Pro Wrestling, or no, I didn't get the notorious one from Pro Wrestling. You'll be a goddamn lie. And I would call God Connor even if he punched me in the face and I had to go to surgery. I would still be right because I know he got this shit from Pro Wrestling. Ric Flair knows he's got it from Pro Wrestling. It's not something to hide. So on to the list. As you can hear in my notebook and the thing. So I have yeah, got a list here. And so yeah, like I said, at number one is Rick is Ric Flair. Number two is the rock. Uh, number three would be Stone Cold, and number, number three, and number three, uh, has that Stone Cold, and it also has Hulk Hogan, um, of course, you gotta throw in Macho Man, you gotta throw Dusty Rose in there, you gotta throw, uh, you got going to throw um, Brock Lesnar in there. And the simple fact that I'm throwing these guys in there. and the, Now, these are in the past. Let's just say that. These guys are in the past of, of Pop Culture Icon. When you think pro wrestling, and I ask a lot of casual fans, and I want to give a shout-out to Wrestling Soup. I want to get up to Mitch and Joe, who brought this topic up, and it really had me thinking about this. You know, and they was just, just who would be this person, this who would be in this this list. Well, I have the list. You can have your own list on your own pocket. So yeah, or or discover your own list. But this is how I see it. Uh, Flair, Rock, Stone Cold, and Stone Cold and Hogan shared a spot because I couldn't put uh this this one at one. I had somebody had to share the spot. Um, cause I both. We'll put them in there. Uh, and, yeah, Macho Man, Dusty Roach, and, uh, Brock Lesnar. the reason why I put Macho Man is a lot of kids in the 90s. And even if you mention pro wrestling, they'll talk about, oh, yeah, you know, I used to watch Macho Man as a kid, you know. Um, uh, me being out in the city a lot, I hear, I, you know, and being in a southern city that is Atlanta, the crown jewel of the south, um, that some people will say, um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people will be like, "Oh yeah, I used to watch NWA." Matter of fact, I was at a bar. I was at a bar one time, and uh, they were like, "Oh, you a wrestler, huh?" Uh, so what are you? Do? And, you know, it's like I was like, "Yeah, I'm a wrestler. I'm an independent wrestler." So, um, and it's like, "Oh, what are your goals?" Oh like, yeah, I'm going. My goal is to wrestle for the NWA. Now the NWA or not will be bringing me in for some apparent reason because maybe I'm annoying I don't even know. I don't know. This I just know there's people that don't want me to that wrestle for that promotion. Uh it could be Nick Audis. It could be uh the vice president. Uh it could be it could be really Patrick Corrigan who knows? But I will say this: I've wanted to wrestle for the NWA ever since watching old tapes. So it's kind of heartbreaking. So you gotta leave that chapter alone until it happens. So, uh, so go back into the list. Uh, not the list. What I'm talking about. Let me get on topic here. Um, the going back into the bars. Uh, you. I would hear. I would. The guy was like. Yeah, uh, I used to watch the NWA. I used to watch Flair. I used to watch The Four Horsemen. I used to watch Magnum TA. I used to watch Dusty Rose and the World Warriors and stuff like that. And so I can understand because this is being that kind of territory. This be kind of be that kind of place where that stuff happened. A lot of NWA history here. Um, So, and so a lot of people would talk about Dusty Rose and stuff. And that's where it's kind of regional. But also, it's kind of not. I think if you, also in the southeast. But I think if you just ask anybody that you know, you t- I, you tell them if you were in wrestling, and you tell them, "Oh, I'm a wrestler," or "I'm in wrestling." And they'll and they'll bring up Dusty Rhodes. They'll bring up Macho Man Randy Savage. They'll bring up Stone Cold. They'll bring up The Rock. The Rock is kind of eh, but they'll they'll bring him up. But they'll mainly bring Flair or Rhodes. And they'll bring up Macho Man. And then, Lesnar gets in there because the transition to MMA. And then more people know him from MMA and stuff. You know. But, when you talk about wrestling, they'll be like, yeah, I don't remember. where Brock Lesnar did that stuff. And then they also will mention John Cena and course, And they'll say, oh, like that John Cena stuff. that You know, oh, yeah, I remember the, the, uh, the Undertaker and stuff like that. So, which is on my list. So... Uh, so, in the past, there is Flair, uh, there they go again, Flair, Rock, Hogan Macho Mint, Dusty Rose, Brock Lesnar Undertaker, John Cena. And the only reason why he's getting mentioned more is because Undertaker will be because, oh yeah, you know, when, when fans and been watching a while, they'll be like, oh yeah, I remember the Undertaker and stuff like that. Um, But, John Cena gets in that Mainstream category because he does movies now and he's transits. and now he's more of an actor, too. Um, also, uh, present. Well, I would say present, she's not just a uh, future, I would say in the present, the present stars, the present would be Rounder Rousey and. That would be who everybody else would pick But I would also pick There's I saw a video that One of my uh, I was in that LSG Sent me former well He's I don't know if he's in Ring of Honor or not but LSG later on, He sent me this video And he showed me these rappers They were doing a video about Kevin Nash and the Wolf Pack and stuff So we gotta put that in there I see a lot of rappers will do the NWA in Wolf Pact in the black and white. So that. And then, of course, Big Show is in there because he's got his show on Netflix. Uh, Booker T is on a lot of Fox stuff, not just WWE stuff. He's on a lot of boxing stuff. He's trying to be one of those commentators. And then Triple H, he's in that category of... Mainstream because when people talk about, oh yeah, I used to watch, uh, Triple H and stuff. Um, but he's had not done no movies. He's done a couple movies, but not that much. But he's in that mainstream category. Um, Scott Hall, yeah. Like I said, they'll talk about the NWO Wolf Pack. It'll be Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and a lot of a lot of teens now will talk about that. Like, oh yeah, I used to watch, and it's funny. Not funny. It's interesting. It's interesting how a lot of teens now know about the Wolfpack. On uh, most of them was little kids or even babies and stuff. So that's like me knowing about early nineties WWF or even the NWA. But it just happens. Uh, you know, for me, I had the luxury of getting with my uncle and going upstairs and looking at tapes and stuff. Now, now is a foreign concept, but looking at looking at that tapes, looking at that matches of the NWA and seeing Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. Which the Bell guy say I don't appreciate old school wrestling, which is the opposite. I love old school wrestling, but you also, you got to move forward and you got to appreciate and do your own thing in the present. So it's not like, oh, you don't have no respect for the old school. It's not that, you know, you got to move on. But also, that's where a lot of my influences come from. So, that being said, get on to the list. The present would be Matt Hardy. He is now, uh, I see a lot of people imitating him in the in the mainstream. Uh, who else? Randy Newman, I he had his time. He was on Vine and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So, he had that old, whole, you know, like, RKO out of nowhere, kind of, and W had to run with it. Um, I would put Daniel Bryan on it, but he only had a short stint of people doing it at basketball games. He didn't really have a long standing, you know, mystery. Uh, and I know Wrestling Soup didn't want to put CM Punk in there, but I put him in there on the, on the fact that he's done a lot of comic books and there's going to be a lot of movies and stuff like that, so... Um I put them in that kind of thing And in the future The future Is going to Some you might agree with Some you won't But It's my list so Alright the future The future people that will jump into the mainstream Uh one I'm not just saying that cause he's my friend And we have to cover the friendship Uh I would have said this even not if I didn't know him. Uh, mm-hmm. The bad boy, George and George has that. He's getting, he can have that stone cold run that where everybody pops and everybody comes like crazy and stuff like that. And this, I just think if he gets more time to explore and get to get to use his personality and his charisma, I'm all excited for orange Cassidy which is already on the list, but I am more excited for him because I feel like he's going to be like their Stone Cold. He's going to be their, uh, the guy they're going to want to see him pop up for. And then also in the future, uh, people blending into the mainstream would be Darby Allen. He would be that Jeff Hardy of AEW. And I'm, not, I mean, I'm not comparing him to Jeff Hardy, but he's gonna have that Jeff Hardy like rock star ovation when he comes out. Girls are gonna uh, have you know, uh, girls and guys are gonna want to imitate him, and people are gonna have the face paint, which I already see it now. So, um, people are gonna uh, start doing coffin drops. Uh, in the backyard wrestling, I just I just feel it. Uh and then of course I have to put somebody else on here. He I think if he does more stuff in commercials and everything, he's got one of them personality that he can be. Uh his name, mm-hmm. Damn, let me move it over. Here his name. As you know him as a leader and the NXT world champion, Adam Cole, baby. But I think if he goes and does more commercials and more um, stuff outside, but also does more interviews. Um, and I think he can still do that with the NXT brand. um he will be a a, a more of a, more of a name that people will gravitate to gravitate to in the mainstream, and also uh, he just signed. But I'm I'm ha- you know I could see him going to more action movies and stuff like that. And that person would be Killer Cross. That dude has so much mainstream appeal. It's not even funny. Like if he does like stuff outside of uh there be a lot. Oh. That he he he, he's gonna blow, he's gonna blow up. Uh, and also on the AEW side would be a well, Uh, if she gets the um chance, which like she had that one night to cut promo on Britt Baker. Um, she will. I feel like she'll be on a lot of Wendy Williams and a lot of different talk shows and a lot of stuff that. You know, a lot of people that don't pay attention to wrestling don't even know there's a AEW out there. She'll bring them in there. Uh, and that'll be Big Swole. Um, she has a good theme song. I think she has her, Darby Allin, Big Swole, Cody Rhodes, and uh, Dustin Rhodes. He has a good theme song. But people to get off their feet theme song um would be paulie rose's theme song darby allen's theme song georgia another's theme song um and big Show's theme song has more of a dance to it so i think a lot of people who are like like new fans to it or like what is this i think they'll come to it so, shout out to one of the Misfit Nation, Jay Blaze. He was really feeling uh, big swole. So, you know, if you can get a person that just became a fan or just started watching wrestling to like it, I think we have something there. So, that being said, uh, Keith really is definitely going to be on in, in different TVs. I could see him doing uh, Nickelodeon, Disney, I can see him doing all the kids shows, but also with the adult shows, like guest appearances and stuff like that. Talk shows, radio show, be on Hot 97 Live, and just be killing it. Like that dude, personality-wise, never got to meet him, but I feel like he would, he'd be uh, no, he'd be cool to talk to and cool to hang out with. But also he's gonna be a good man- mainstream petition. And also, uh Leah Ripley, uh she will be a lot of the metal concerts and a lot of the st- a lot of the interviews and she'll start to blend in the mainstream and stuff. And you see at the UFC fights or wherever she goes, she'll blend in. Um also the belt guy will hate this, but I don't give a fuck because it's my list. Uh would be Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's going to join into that list where he will be doing movies and stuff and cameo appearances, and he's just going to slowly be in the mainstream, you know. And I mean, if he's not, even if he never gets the the match with Brock Lesnar or he gets in trouble, you know, they're so tight up there in WWE, it's so corporate, you can only move when they tell you to move. Uh, I think he's supposed to spare. he might even leave W at some point. And if he does, he goes to AEW, he's gonna be just as big a star. Uh matter of fact, he'll be bigger than because he'll get to do more projects, he'll get to do more movies and more appearances and cameos and stuff like that. So that's why I think. And then the last but not least, the two last but not least, on the future. Mainstream, or uh, blending into the mainstream, will be the new day. They was on Nickelodeon. They was on all that. They killed it. Um, they've been on a bunch of other stuff, bunch of other interviews and stuff. And they're currently slowly t- throwing into the mainstream as is. So they are going to be one of those mainstream pop culture icons, pop culture fixtures. Not only just the future; they are right now. So they. They're, cur- they're current and they're in they're in the future. And of course, I have to put this person in here. The one and only. The man that walks that walk and talks that talk. The man that gives everybody a cold dose of Nancy Yes, you guess it. It's me. That man. A.K.A. That Nancy Man. Giving it all his opponents the Nancy American Dream Elbow in the Ring. Having a lady sing his name. And all the people chant. Nasty. 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 You are me planting in the, in the mainstream. That I will be everywhere. A household name. Not only a household name. Blending in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So that is my list. And we're going to get into story time. So, for those who want the stories, here you go. Uh, as sitting at the Nasty Casa. I would be recovering right now, you know. Um, yeah, I would be recovered. I would put the podcast up, and I would be recovered. So, being that we're gonna lock down, and that's not the case, I will tell you a story. And the story goes like this. One night we was in the city. Me and the National Team. We was in the Nash, We was in the... We was at the National Team compound. Well, actually, no. We was in the city. And we was in... We was in the Nashi Team car. We was... We was... And then, you know... The Nashi Express car. uh, Going to the club. Doing the thing that we do. Walking and talking that talk. And... All of the stuff that we have done in the past, some has been exciting, some has been a little scary. I'm going to tell this story because, you know, and some people is not going to interrupt me, you know. guys not going to be like, yeah, you got that it right, and are going to roast me and call me all kinds of names. Anyway, we was in the city. We was going to the club. As usual, we go into the club doing our thing. They say, what's up, Nancy? So I was like, going on, man? So you you here to go out? You're here to do your thing? Show the girls the that swing? He's like, you know it. So we get into the club. We go in. We get a couple of drinks as usual. And we're partying. And we're we, we in, we in Buckhead. we out living a lifestyle, you know, money out here and stuff. So we're out in, in Buckhead, and we're doing our thing. And so I, I'm drinking. I've got my lemonade and Jameson in there, which is a good combo. And then later on, you know, I, I start dancing. I'm I'm dancing with uh, multiple uh, multiple cases of women on the dance floor and up on this stage area too. So, this girl comes up to me. She just starts dancing. I dancing. We're we're having a good time. Fine as hell. Like you know, she was coming in fine, fine as hell, looking good. So, I next song come in. She's like, "Hey, uh, uh, the club has two rooms." So she's like, "Hey, come to this other room. I want you to be me and my girls." You got any friends? I say, yeah, I got friends. So I bring my friend. I bring the belt guy. I bring Steve Austin Heater. I bring the crew. I bring the Nancy team. So we're sitting there. We're talking. And we're going on. And, you know, uh, she said, like, hey, what's your name? I didn't catch your name. I said, Nancy Lee. She said, that's really your name? I like, yep, that is my name. And, and the bell guy said yep that's his name aka that man I said yep that's me and normally girls would be like why are you that man well obviously you must be important if you give your same that that you're that man I'm very important I'm an important person so she says um, what did she says to me I think uh, so what you been drinking on she, I said, uh, lemonade and some Jameson. She says, you ever try, uh, we're drinking on Jack and Coke, but you ever try Hennessy? I say, nah. nah I haven't really got to try it. She says, alright, uh, want to try it with me? Um, uh, so, we're drinking. Uh, I started liking Hennessy, and I, I gulped it up, and my friend was like, Man, you uh, you killed that Hennessy. You been killing those three shots. You killed those three shots of Hennessy that you had. Uh, I was like, yeah, it's really good. So I'm feeling myself doing my thing, get the next stream going on. We go on the dance floor. I was going on the dance floor. i saw on my nasty string. Basically, what has been happening is we're having a good time and everything going on and this is where it really gets interesting. So these dudes come in the bar. I mean, the dudes come into the other section of the club. And they uh they just they just they look all kinds of mad. And so my my friend, the belt guy and Stone Cold Steve Austin. He didn't know this. They just not only they not only I should put I should put my other friend Richie in here. He's in the story too. I should not include it. We're so we all there. They noticed it before I do, because I'm busy dancing, you know. I got the girls dancing. They they uh they twerking on me on that man and stuff, you know, doing what I do. I'm 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 and you know, also in another world. So they pretty tall dudes. They come in there they uh they look at I don't even I don't even I don't even think I was paying attention they was looking at me. So they, they say said, they said to the girl. The girl is named for for namesake purposes we won't explore their names for now because they could be listening, could not be listening, I don't know. Um so, for now, we call them. We'll call them. What would be a good name? Hmm. We'll, we'll call them Kia. No, nah, that's how we will call. No, we'll call, we'll call them. And not like Kate. We'll call him Layla And We'll call the other one Jenny That's what we'll say So They come up They was like They was like Jenny, Anna, what the hell are you doing with these guys? And so I apparently was like, huh? And I was like, is that your boyfriends? We're like, no, that's not our boyfriends. That's our friends. And I have felt that there, that there, there has been some not telling the truth out here. Okay. I don't think they've been telling the truth. I had got the feeling that there was a boyfriends, but I think, or ex-boyfriends, or guys that just wanted to smash. So, what I was told is, no, these is just our friends, and they came up with a club with us. Um, so, maybe in me, I said, all right, cool. So we go back to the seats, the VIP section area going on. Cause you know, I do a VIP status. So we're in the VIP status and they say, when we're back turn." I'll say, "And hey, you know what? Before someone get wicked, I feel like someone's going to get wicked out around here. Bad things. Let me get your number. She said, all right, cool. I'll give you my number. So I, I give her my phone. She takes it down. And I gave her, she's like, what's your Instagram? Oh, I'm going to give you my Instagram too. ma'am. So, we get there. They're yelling. It's a whole bunch of yelling. The fact is that they was yelling and my team was not yelling. Like, uh, Dwayne and Heater and Richie was calm. It was like, they're like two types of calm. Like like this mad calm, like the calm before the storm calm. So they ended up doing nothing because they're both big dudes, but I, I feel like Marquise and Mar- the guy Marquise, he came out of, which was he was over there. Dwayne, my friend Dwayne Caulfield, uh, was like, yo, if you wanna do something, go and do it. I ain't all about just talking. So me and the girls, we go other places like I ain't talk I'm still talking to you. It was like, nah, you still talking to us, fam. And so I continue to go dancing and stuff. Later on, we we would go meet these girls at the club and we go meet them at Magic City and we'll be sitting in the VIP. Now I want to tell this. I want to tell this story of my birthday, and I also want to tell my friend's birthday story, which which is cool. And two of them, two stories. All right. So first, I'm gonna tell my story because it's my podcast. So I'm in. I we me and the belt guy. We walk in the club. Let's see, what's going on? Uh, what's going on, Bell guy? What's going on, Dwayne? Oh, who you got with you? Oh, this is nasty, with AKA that man. So what's up, nasty? Uh, not much. See these girls. I feel you. I feel you. Uh alright, have a good time. So mm-hmm. I went in there. I was a little I was a little hesitant because I ain't never been in Magic City, I ain't gonna lie. And my friend Dwayne knew I was a little hesitant. I don't know how Magic City operates. I don't know how they, you know what you know what you can do. If you could touch, if you could touch them, you know, some clubs, you can't touch the girls, you know, you can't, you know, so once I knew that the belt, God, AKA Dwayne had, he had connections. And of course I knew girls from, uh, that formerly worked at Hooters and that work in Mad City. They, they was hostages. Some of them strippers. So that wasn't the thing about who we were going to see, but, like, the security people. So, but, obviously, Dwayne knew some people, and he knew security guards, and he knew staff members. So, we was all good. So, I started to relax and do my thing. And then, by the time, by the time while I'm relaxing, we had some girls, over. we had, like, we used to, oh, I don't know, like, four girls, the minimum coming over at at a time but at the time we would have two cuz we was only two of us at the time we went we were joining me me and him nobody else was really feeling go go up there so we went and we partied. and we partying and the girls keep leaving and i'm like what is going on it must be some nba players coming in or or nhl or, or some kind of athletes coming in or rappers Cause they flooded all the way to the other side. We on the we had the, we on the right middle side, and they are just flocking like seagulls. So I'm like, huh? So I not only get I don't get upset, but I kinda get frustrated. But like, I'm trying to get another dance, and these girl, all the girl girls are leaving. Like I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all right, I gotta go set her this. So I told Belt God, I said, all right, I'm I'm gonna go set her this. He said, "I'm gonna come with you, cause you never know the security might just might try to do something to you, you know. Even if you knock one of them out, some of them might come up around you and stuff." I said, "All right, cool, come with me." So the me and Bell guy walk up there, and I was like, "Yo, why are you taking up all the strippers? I know you like NBA players or whatever, but like or or athletes or whatever. But man, you gotta see some of the strippers for us." The guy says. Uh, Jeremy Butler says, which I see Jeremy Butler and then I see his friends and he's like, who are you? And then Jimmy Butler says, and it, sh- it says to all his other friends says, you don't know who the fuck this is. This is nationally or this is that man, man. I got a party with you, man. I, you know, I'll be watching your videos all the time. I'd be hearing a lot about like, yo, you watch my videos. He said, yeah, man. I watch your videos all the time and you hilarious. Yeah, you're 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 the 2020 version, or at the time this is nah, this is 2019. You're the 2000 version 19 of Ric Flair. I, I I like your stuff, like man. I can't wait to see you do more uh, more stuff. I say, like, man, I definitely appreciate it. And he said, yeah, yeah, come party with us. I was like, yeah, no doubt. So then security guy he opens it up. Their security guy is kind of frustrated because they have, like, they think they want to get some hands on somebody. Anyway, we ended up... He said, Nancy, how many drinks you want and how many strippers you want? I got you. Shit is on me tonight. I said, cool. And then belt guy says, hey, this is a cool birthday present for you, right? I said, yeah. Jimmy and the rest of his friends say, it's your birthday? I said, yeah, man, it's my birthday. Um, So you was going or not today but yesterday you was born I was like yeah that man was born that baby was born I was like I like how you put that that baby yeah I was born it. yeah so oh, man we gotta get since you said that we gotta get you some some not only with some girls how many girls you want I said for right now I had like three and then the rest of them you came over I just like to have three more girls you know I'd like probably get like three lap dances out of here, you know I ain't, a, I, ain't, I ain't a picky guy, you know. I don't want to be too picky. He said, fuck all that. You can have as many uh, lap dances as you want. I said, all right, cool. And then Dwayne said, don't tell him that. He's going to run up your damn bill. He said, man, this is that that, that nasty man. I got a party with him. You know, you like a urban legend around this city. Around people that I talk to and stuff. I said, like, oh, we're, yeah, man. People in the NBA watch your stuff all the time. I know all my teammates do. Now, at the time, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch basketball that much. But I do know that Jimmy Butler played on the Sixers. I didn't know he played in Miami. He was like, yeah, we watch your stuff all, all the time in Miami. I was like, oh, you play in Miami now? I was like, yeah. So you're not you're not that far from from, you know, Atlanta and stuff. He'll be like, no, nah, no, nah, we can just fly in and come back out. So, I said, cool, man. So, we started drinking. We started drinking some Avion, some Hennessy. We just started partying and dancing. I'm dancing with some of the girls. Then they and I'm sitting down in the chair. We're partying. We're dancing. Um... Uh, and he's like, man, I can't wait to see you. Uh, I can't wait to see you in, uh, do more big things. Now, you told me you're an independent wrestler and you love wrestling in the independent circuit. Now, me, I'm a wrestling fan too. And I like to see you in either NWA, because I know they're coming back, or, yeah, I like to see you in the NWA. He's like, all right, cool. You know, I know you're not going to go to WWE and stuff, but man, if they let you just do your thing, you, you would be their, their, their next rock. And i am be like, oh, I appreciate that, bro. Uh, you know, it's like, you're, you're being so humble. I'm like, no, I really appreciate that. You know, normally I am a cocky, uh, sometimes, uh, high confidence, high confidence, sometimes cocky individual, but I really do appreciate how you are watching me. So. At the time, this is before AEW ever even thought of, and I don't think, I think he follows me, but I don't think he like, I don't think he messaged me in that in time. But I think if he saw me again, he'd be like, "Bro, you need to go to AEW," and you'd be your, there would be, you would be, be the rock of there, you would be the Ric Flair of there. Anyway, but. This to him to say that and several other people say that I appreciate that. People telling me the living legend and I appreciate everybody to saying that I'm a living legend. Or just a legend, the goat and stuff. Uh so I might run with it, but I'm gonna let you guys say it more than less the thing. This is how it came naturally where it's gotten my by name by, by people who know me. And who gave me this name, that was the that was the thing. So I didn't just I would just call myself that man and then then actually or name came but my friends and everybody else came out with it. So but uh I'm just going around with it. So everybody on the nasty nation, I appreciate you following and talking to that man on Instagram, but also I will say this: It was a great time, and it was a lot. There's a lot of stuff happened, like a lot of dances and stuff. A lot of dances, a lot of a lot of drinking, and a lot of national team swing. Now, I will say with my friend's birthday, I did a lot of partying too. I did a lot of tipping out. I, hey, I, you know what? In doing that time of my lady, my my not so good tipping skills. I went up and watched a lot of YouTube, a lot of music videos, to get my stuff right. So, get my tipping and, and, and improve it improved. So I danced with my girl, Rihanna, and I danced with a couple other girls and stuff. And yeah, and it was it was it was awesome at my party. Same thing that I did at my friend's party. So. And that said, uh, we had a couple porn stars come in. Um, I think uh, what you call it, um Jennifer, she came in there. Um, I don't think I don't think uh, when I when I told the belt guy uh Jenna Fox. He must have been thought Anna Fox so he has a, such a thing for her. Anyway just a couple other uh porn stars that came in there. I think there was I wanna say black porn stars, who's uh like my friend didn't know. Uh what you call these um Amanda Rodriguez. Kind of looking porn stars, they've ever seen her. But a few other that they didn't really know came in there. So um, she looked like Manny M- 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 Rodriguez, if you know who I'm talking about. But yeah, uh, there was an underground, but it was upcoming. I'll just say that. Uh, so one of them was Latina, one of them was black. My friend freaked out. He knew, he knew them all. You know them all. He got two double dances. I'm dancing with this bad car- one was caramel stripper and the other one was a Dominican. She was just bad as shit. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And pretty much that's how it happened. We would get drinking and both, instead of just me this belt guy we had some girls some Hooters and we was partying with the strippers and so we was dancing with them and they was dancing with us and you know so they was they wasn't the nasty hotties but they was doing nasty hottie shit so that's what it is uh yeah I would have more stories but I said I was gonna put this out at eight o'clock it is now Eleven. It is now seven fifty-eight. So with that being said, I am financially where, aka that man, aka you man. Um, tune in tomorrow as I record a podcast. As I record the podcast, uh, record it around before before Monday Night Raw comes on, and the same with. Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, so you get a whole week of that. That nasty man, um, and then I think I'm gonna do an Instagram live on the weekend of Saturday. So, for that being said, um, you know, like I said, nasty were A.K. that man here at the Nasty DiCasa. It's gonna be a full week of Nasty Rally podcast. I'm gonna get some guests on here. I'm gonna get some people to call in or. Have on as guests, so it won't just be me talking. Uh, I can vibe off somebody, so it'll be some training. Some people I know in the wrestling world, and then I'll have some people uh, I know outside of the wrestling world. With that being said, stay nasty, my friends. And after you wake up at the cold, after you wake up after the cold dose and naturality, like David Ali is gonna do when we return, one for all wrestling. Oh man you know that it's nasty time.